Hello, welcome to episode two of Crunchy Whispers. Today's episode is going to be called Grinder Horror Stories. And my special guest today is going to be Jackson, who will be giving his experiences with Grinder. Um, Jackson, you want to introduce yourself? Give your zodiac sign, <laughs> the pizzazz? Yeah, so my zodiac is a Pisces. I'm a Pisces man, and all of the negatives you may associate with that um, are true. Um, I am actually from Texas, same hometown as your wonderful host, Estee, but I live in, lived in Chicago for the past two years. I'm an art student, and I am a professional whore. So this is kind of the perfect topic for me because I have an arsenal of grinder horror stories. That's um, W-H-O-R, horror stories. So Horror, literally. Horror stories, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start with like, when did you join Grinder? Let's start there. Oh, well, this kind of is in two parts because um, I technically was on Grinder in high school, but where I lived, I lived in like, as you know, Este, I lived in like yeah. a north suburb of Austin, kind of in like a community by the lake. So I, there wasn't really a lot of gays that were walking distance. So I would get on Grinder, but I wasn't really meeting anyone. So I was like anonymously on Grinder throughout high school. Mm-hmm. But my first grinder experience was literally the night before move-in day. I left my mom in the hotel room at Palmer House downtown <gasps> in Chicago. And I went and I got fucked by some guy in nipple piercings who kept sucking on my toe, even though I told him I wasn't into that. Oh my god, yeah. what? So yeah, so basically I joined Grinder technically for the first time in like 2016. But I wasn't active on it. You're just until I remember the date. August 24th. 2018 oh my god that was when i lost the v card which i don't even think is a big deal i was just like i need to get this over with and the guy was gross and yeah turns out it was his sister's bed but you know whatever his sister's bed gays are messy girl oh my gosh happen no yeah (laughs) Our our hometown does not have many gays i remember when i found one i'd be like wow that's rare Mm-hmm. But so I'm sure like Grinder had like what five people back then. Also, Grinder wasn't that popular in like 2016. Not right? not where we lived, no. But um, yeah, it was like uh, fairly new to Texas. Yeah, because it's an old app, but it was like fairly new to like like it was because I know this because I would go to music school like in like like basically close to downtown like North Austin Allen or not downtown. It was like Allendale area, but um, I would go on Grinder. And there'd be all these gays, and then I'd go home, and there would be like no gays. So the same like, ones from you know, like last week. Yeah, so it's like the you know, fuck shit of living in a suburb. But yeah, um, yeah. So like, it's not the so yeah. It just wasn't. It just where we lived. You know, Georgetown's just a little too conservative for people to be so open. Yeah. Um, but I've got a great story on that later about oh, Georgetown yeah. Dick not wanting to open up. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll drop names in the pot. I don't give a fuck. So okay. Yeah, you're fine with that. I don't care. Um. So would you? I mean, obviously, the gay sex life is different from both. You know, hometown and Chicago. Obviously, yeah. Chicago is probably like Chicago is more nothing. active. Yeah, I'm sure like new people come up, pop up mm-hmm. all the time. So next, um, so you had your first time in Chicago, basically. Yeah. And you said the guy sucked on your toes. Yeah. So basically, he was this weird kind of fat guy, not fat phobic. I promise. Just getting that out of the way. He was this kind of fat guy, 
and he he was like short and kind of weird and I was just like I just need to literally my goal was to just get it out of the way because I don't see virginity as this big deal but at the same time I was so inexperienced so I was like I just need to you know rip off the band-aid so I can be fucking like I want to yeah. So, I, so I, I, my mom's asleep. I leave her at Palmer House. I leave her at the hotel. I walk a few blocks. You didn't let her know. Oh. My mom was. I was with my mom. It was moving weekend, moving me into my dorm freshman year. Oh my god. Um, and my dorm was downtown, so we were right by my dorm. We stayed at the Palmer House. So my mom fell asleep on the other bed, and I was like, "I'm out, this bitch." So, not that she would have cared. I wasn't sneaking out. I just would have felt rude leaving her. So she went to sleep, and then I left, and I went. And I went a couple blocks down. I don't remember exactly where it was. I think it was like a Hilton or it was like another Hilton or something. Probably it was like, you know, kind of towards the South Loop. And I go into this place. And this place is really girly, but he's a gay. So I figure it's fine. And turn, basically what had happened was my first time was he started fucking me. I bled a lot, but I didn't notice. So it was fine. But I was like, oh, wow, that's a feeling. Um, but no, I sucked his dick and I was like, that's the, that's kind of the benefit of being gay is like you kind of know what to expect because you have the parts. Yeah. So I sucked his dick and I was like, okay, this pretty much feels like what I thought it would. He sucked my dick and I was like, okay, this feels like what I thought it would. He fucked me and I was like, okay, this feels like what I thought it would. Although it did kind of hurt just a little bit. But the only thing is um, when you're trying to just lose your virginity for the purpose of losing it, the bar is kind of on the floor. So he was this ugly kind of fat short guy with nipple piercings, no shades, nipple piercings. They can be cute. I don't like them. I'm not turned on by them. He had them, but no. So I was on my back and he was holding my legs while he fucked me. By the way, he's probably almost a foot shorter than me. Keep that in mind. Oh my God. And you're really tall. You're like two. Yeah. yeah. And this guy's probably like five, three. So, (gasps) so he's fucking me on his bed. And it was really awkward. And it's like pink sheets and like this big pink comforter and like these pink fluffy throw pillow. Everything was on the bed was pink. And I was like, okay, he's a gay though, whatever. So he's <laughs> fucking me. And then he grabs my foot because he's holding my legs to keep them spread. And he grabs my foot and he puts my, to- he puts my toe in his mouth. And he's like sucking on my toe <gasps> like passionately. And I pull my foot away. And I was like, I-, I was too inexperienced to even know what to say. So I just pulled my foot away thinking that would give the message. Which looking back, it totally should have. But instead he grabbed my other foot and put that in his mouth. Oh. And I was like, um excuse me i'm not i don't don't know how that feels weird he's like yeah do you like it he was like this is another thing too that i didn't realize people are so corny in sex like people will say the corniest shittiest like hot talk sexy talk shit oh my gosh it is so off-putting he was like i was like that's weird he's like oh yeah baby don't you like it and i'm thinking like do you just say oh yeah baby while we're fucking like i'm embarrassed for you sir so he fucked me. He ate my ass. It was the first time it ever happened. That was what. That was when I learned because before when I was a virgin, I always thought that eating ass would probably be kind of gross. Mm-hmm. But having my ass eaten, I was like, oh my god, like a lad in a whole new world. Um, <laughs> so that was really the only positive I got from that. Because um, I, you know, I was because you know I know with virginity there's all the issues of comfortability, but I had to been doing porn since fifteen, so. I wasn't like I was past the point of being comfortable naked and exposed. It was just doing it. This guy was just like not the ideal first that I don't think anyone's first is ideal 
if we're all being honest with ourselves. Yeah, but usually, like, everyone's first time is awful. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had sex the sex night. Uh, sex. I had sex the next night, and it was better, so. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean. We love being 18. That was what an age. But what a king. He was, like, half your height, and he was, like, pulling you up. Like, wow. Oh, but, okay, so the last thing is to say, what a king, except not, because he tells me after we're fucking. So we've already fucked. I'm putting on my clothes. I'm ready to leave. And I was like, you have a really cute place. It was a high rise. It was in the middle of downtown. Like it was in like a tall building and he had a nice view, but it was a studio. So it was just like the bed. It was like, it wasn't like a tiny studio. Like it was nice, but he had like a bed and there was like a kitchen area and like a living area, but it was all one room. There wasn't like Mm -hmm. multiple rooms except for the bathroom. And I was like, you have a really nice place. And he said, oh no, this is my sister's place. I'm just here for the week. And I'm like, no wonder everything's fucking pink. We just fucked in his sister's bed. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I bled on it. Oh, I don't think he even cleaned it up, probably. Or he oh, just probably, probably like, a Good luck getting them blood out the sheets, bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel bad for his sister. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Poor her. She's like, where are my pink sheets? He changed them. <laughs> oh my god no yeah shit was that was an interesting first time but that that's what it was <laughs> okay well um i mean it's it your first time so mm. how old was he like he was 36 i think i can't remember exactly but i'm pretty sure his grinder profile said 36 mm, okay never <laughs> seen him again definitely in his 30s oh never literally haven't even i literally cannot even fully remember his face i just remember his body build because it's not what i typically go for yeah (laughs) so i remember kind of not being turned on but like just wanting to get it out of the way (laughs) if that makes sense because i was like virginity is a social con because my parents have always told me it's like virginity is a social construct it's stupid you just have sex you don't have sex but in my head i'm like if i have sex with this really hot guy that I've been thinking about and I'm a virgin, I won't be good. So I was trying to kind of like get some skills with the uglies is and then as yeah. that sounds. That's kind of what I was up to. So mm-hmm. build yourself up to the hot guy basically. Yeah. Well, just to learn kind of, cause you know, I wa- I had watched a lot of porn. Mm-hmm. I had had, I had been in a lot of porn, but it was, it was solo porn. It was like a weird underage thing. It wasn't like, I was actually having sex with people. So I didn't have the experience. So I, when I would think about the men that I really wanted to be with, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not prepared for them. I would not be able to give them what I want to give them because I don't know what to do. So yeah. I would find men who I found to be out like below my league. And as, sorry, I'm burping as disgusting and asshole and dude, douchebaggy as this sounds, it's true. I would find men who didn't intimidate or attract me in any way and just practice with them. It's almost the plight of gay people, though, is we don't have any other outlet. That's kind of how we're forced to operate. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, yeah. So that's that on that. <laughs> Sip my <laughs> mojito. So that was his first grinder experience, basically. Um, first, yeah. Have you had, like, a weird place? you've done it in oh you were like what the fuck like oh oh girl now it's a give me a sec i got a rolodex going through my head right now (laughs) it's a weird place um here i'll give you a few options and you tell me what you want to hear because i could talk endlessly about each 
do you well one of them is a little more straightforward do you want to hear about um a communal park in an apartment complex do you want to hear about the stall in a mexican gay club do you want to hear about behind a room divider behind the counter in a flower shop or do you want to hear about what else should i that's something about gays is gays be having sex in public all the time like yeah i'm like oh my gosh (laughs) okay we'll just go with those two do you want to hear okay so do you want to hear mexican club in the stall room divider at the flower shop or fuck what was the other one on the side definitely listed another one uh the apartment complex and oh 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 yeah yeah the garden the like communal like it's like there's the a lot of apartments in Chicago it's kind of like the building has wings around a courtyard I mm-hmm. fucked in one of those so what would you like to hear about the flower shop flower shop so this is when I was eighteen this was literally like a month after my first time so I literally was like having sex every night on Grinder so I was like this is so easy I can just get my dick sucked on an app you know what I mean it was so yeah. stupid. So, so I basically, so in Palmer House, the hotel my mom was staying at, she wasn't staying there at the time. And what's funny is I hadn't seen this guy since then until the other night. That's a different story. So there's this really ugly, fat, balding man who says that he will give you head and not expect anything else. (gasps) And me working on midterms in late September was like, that is what I need. He literally said in his bio, you don't even have to look at me. And I was like, I don't care if you have self-esteem issues. If I could get some head right now and leave, that would be great. But I did it. So he sent me his address, right? Mm -hmm. So I go to the address. I didn't realize it was the flower shop in Palmer house, which is this huge Hilton hotel that like literally that's where my mom stayed when like the whole story I just told happened. So yeah. I, I show up and I'm like, oh my God, this is the store. This is the wrong address. And he is the employee. And he's like, oh, hey, are you blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. So behind the counter with people in there, he takes me. Literally, the only thing dividing us from the store was a, you know, those like foldable, almost like a fan room dividers that have a pretty paintings on them. Yeah, like the Japanese ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like a Japanese room divider. And a excuse me foldable metal chair oh metal that in the foldable metal chair my ass cheeks were so cold and there's a room divider and i can hear the people in the shop and he just starts going to town and let me tell you that's the best head i ever had i'm not even no cap like literally he was this fat weird old man i closed my eyes and looked away but oh my god God, did he throw that shit back? I came so fast. And, oh my um, God. I went to that flower shop about four or five times that semester. <laughs> and then he stopped working there. So I never found him again. And then on Grinder, literally within, I'm not lying, within the past week, I went over to his place and he did the same thing. And I was <sighs> nothing in return. Oh, absolutely nothing to return. It's, I think it's part of his fetish. I think he might be a sub in a way in that he wants yeah. to please you and he wants you to treat him like shit, which I am so good at treating people like shit. So, like, he was like, you, you know, he just was, you know, just sucking my dick, kissing me all over, doing anything I asked.
masks and I literally wasn't even looking at him in his own home. I'm talking about this past week. Oh like, my God. I was and like, I, me, I literally was like, get me another drink. He got up and got it. Didn't say anything. Like, and again, like I'm respectful. I'm not someone who would like actually like abuse someone, but yeah. it's a consensual dynamic beforehand. Oh God, do I take advantage? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. But he was on the clock at the flower shop. Girl, yes, bitches. Well, I mean, I can't speak to if he was on the clock or not because there was another employee. But um, hours were open. This was not late at night. (laughs) Oh my god, that's crazy! And it wasn't even in a different room. It was behind the counter, behind the room divider. There was no wall. We weren't in a room. It was a room. Like it wasn't a secret. Like everyone. Well, they probably didn't. Well, I say they probably didn't know, but he made a lot of slurping noises. I don't know. I don't care. Not my issue. Yeah. That's him and his boss. And that actually might be the reason why he doesn't work there anymore. But yeah. um, that's not my issue to figure out. I got some great head. He, he left, doesn't work there head. anymore. And I still get great head from him. So, Oh, my gosh. It that's... is what it is. <laughs> I don't know. That was so crazy in Griner. I mean, I knew it was like some, you know, people with fetishes and stuff, but. I don't know, at a flower shop? That sounds like some... What's that movie called? Well, Call me well, by your name. Lot, well, a lot of gay men... Especially, well, I mean, I, I mean, this goes for anyone, but especially gay men, is that a lot of... I'm not, not going to say gay men, because this is really a universal thing. A lot of people have a fetish for sex in public. Yeah. Um, which goes to the whole courtyard thing I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been the one to initiate a public sexual contact connection because i prefer to be in privacy because then i feel like i can do whatever i want yeah you know i'm not gonna moan scream and jam shit up my ass if i'm in a courtyard but some people are really into the risk of being in public and i have been you know intoxicated enough to where i've kind of entertained that yeah but um yeah no it's weird the whole public fetish thing is totally real it's a total thing Oh my gosh. Which I fully think that this guy has because he has a house. His house was close to where I lived, but he was not sucking my dick unless we were behind that room divider in the flower shop. So he wanted the adrenaline of getting caught. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Well, see, for for him, I guess the adrenaline was erotic. For me, the adrenaline was, oh my God, am I going to get arrested? But also that kind of did make me hard. So I guess it works. I don't <laughs> it know. works. Let me find out you have also the same fetish. <laughs> was there a time like you thought you were going to die? <laughs> yes. So this is the fairly recent story. Estee, did I, this happened literally three weeks ago, almost to the day. Did I inform you about the meth incident? No, I do not. No. Um, wait, wait. Hmm. The time I thought I was going to die. I didn't think I was going to die on meth, but I was probably as close as it gets. Oh, 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 bitch. Okay, no, here we go. Here's the time <laughs> I thought I was going to die. We can circle back to meth later. That wasn't that big of a deal. Um. Oh, my God. So this was before quarantine. I found this guy. This was uh, definitely my sophomore year of college, first semester. I found this man, or uh, he found me because he messaged me first. Sorry, I just drink a bunch of bubbly, so I'm like burpy. But he basically, he messaged me, and he didn't have a pick. And I was drunk enough. Sometimes when I get so drunk, I don't even have to see him. I just show up, which is like 
so bad and probably something you need to work on, but whatever, fuck that, right? So mm-hmm. he messages me and he asks me if I would be into an erotic session of hypnosis. And oh. I was like, I mean, gotta try everything once. So I took the red line up north for about 25 minutes to his place. He was in Rogers Park in Chicago. If any listeners are in Chicago, you know there's a freak in Rogers Park. And I show up and he is fat as fuck. Like, I'm not even being fat phobic right now. Like, he <laughs> is like spilling out the sides like fat. And he's taller than me. So I'm like, if he rolls onto me, I have no recourse. Like, all I have to do is roll over and I'm dead. And so he says, so you're here for your erotic hypnosis session. And I said, well, I didn't really know that's what I came for. But I guess let's try it. So he put me in this, like, weird, like, medical recliner that he just has in his living room. It's like bolted to the ground. Like, oh. you know, like a medical recliner. It's not a normal recliner. It's like it has like the like leg things and the foot. It's like a, it was black leather, like a, like something you'd see in like a hospital. Oh my gosh. Like a, dentist, like, you know, a dentist chair. It was like a dentist chair. But he reclines me back in this like weird black leather BDSM dentist chair. And he was like, I want you to picture somewhere you're comfortable. I want you to think of a staircase. He was literally like inches within inches of my ear whispering to me. And I, I kept giggling and he was like, why are you laughing? You should be descending. And I was like, and so I just gave in. I was like, you know what? I want to see where this goes. If I get killed, you know what? Things aren't going great. Might as well. So I kind of just was like, okay, let's just play along. Because I kept laughing at first. I kept laughing and he was like not into it. But I was like, I came 25 minutes and a five minute walk on the train. It was like a whole 30 minute trip. And I might as well just see what this is about. Maybe I'll get horny. Who knows? I I didn't. Spoiler alert. Mm -hmm. But basically, he kept whispering shit into my ears like, listen to my voice. Close your eyes. Don't see anything. Use the mind's eye. See a staircase going down. You're stepping down. You're getting... And I'm thinking in my head, I'm closing my eyes so this man can stab me. But I still did it because I'm like stupid as fuck. So I closed my eyes and he's like... And I was like trying not to laugh. He's like... Are you in the state of submission? And I was like, yeah. I literally said, yeah. (laughs) And he was like, why are you flinching? And I said, "Uh, I don't know. Like, I literally was like, I don't know. I did not know how to speak to him, but I didn't want to throw him off because I was so curious as to where he was going. Also, by the way, I'm completely naked. Oh, Um, you're naked? I'm completely naked. No clothes. Completely naked in a dentist. Oh, my God. And that's even scarier yeah it was you would die I, naked and i'd be doing some, i'd be doing some whack shit but i was completely naked and i was like uh i don't know and he was like do you feel the sensuality and so he started rubbing my chest and i was like uh yeah i think so even though i didn't i was just trying to not get killed 
because that was the moment when I realized my eyes are closed. I have no clothes on. I'm in a dentist chair and this man has full control. And I'm in Rogers Park, which is the neighborhood of Chicago no one gives a fuck about. So I'm like, fuck. So it's like literally the furthest part before you get to Evanston. It's it's yeah. it's its own thing. It's ratchet. But I was like, fuck. So then he starts like playing with my nipples. And I'm just like trying to like be chill. And obviously I get hard, but I'm like trying to just like because I was not horny. Like yeah. I wasn't horny. I was just like, what the fuck am I doing right now? And he was just like, think about all the wonderful horny things. And then he started talking about like, think to your childhood. What the fuck? When was the first time you got horny? What was your sexual awakening? Think of me as that. I'm going to make you come. And I'm in my head like, I need to leave. I need to leave. I need to leave. But... Um, as a borderline alcoholic, he kept giving me wine, so I didn't leave. <laughs> so I kept drinking the wine, and then eventually, he just basically what happened. Basically, what happened was was just a very low. Uh, it was a B grade massage with a happy ending, but and uh, he basically jacked me off with my eyes closed in the dentist chair, and I came, and then I left instantly. But I was like, holy fuck, I cannot just like poop. So that was. To answer your question, that was the time I thought I might die because I thought he was going to kill me when he was, like, feeling... He was literally rubbing his hands all over me and he was like, your skin is so soft. Tell me. And I was just like, I'm going to die. He's going to skin me. Like, I'm going to die right now. Yeah, that literally sounds like a murderer scene before he, like, does something. Like, you can't put someone in a dentist chair recline where did he get a dentist chair no he had a dentist chair mounted to the floor it was literally mounted with screws mounted to the floor in the middle of his living room oh my god that's so it was a black leather dentist chair it had like armrests i wasn't strapped in or anything but had armrests footrests whatever it was like a very medical black leather dentist chair like so obviously for sex but i was just so I, i just this shit was whack as fuck. Yeah, I that's I've never heard anything like that. I would have how did you get out? Like, did you just like I'ma leave or like, just, that, like well, I got out I got out the way I got out of anything. As soon as I came, I said I was done and I left. Oh my gosh. But that that's universal. Once I come, unless I like you a lot, Cedric, if you're listening, I like you. Um, which he's not, he's fifty seven. But um sorry, I just opened your door. Um but no, it's the same, the same way I get out of anything. If I'm the, as soon as I climax, yeah, it's over. Like it's it's just straight up over. Yeah, just I just I'm like spooked by that story. Oh my no, God. that shit Whoa. was whack, right? Like it was ridiculous. Yeah. I feel like I would have started crying halfway. Like, what did I get myself into? No, yeah, yeah, that's scary. Um, was he white? <laughs> he was white and very. As as I expected. Um, let me find out he's a dentist. So, this is the thing that's good about, you know, as much as being home sucks, the thing that's nice about Grindr is because we're in, you know, Texas and Chicago were very different. In Chicago, you figure out your own way places, whether it's the train or the bus or Uber. In Texas, people will just pick you up. 
Yeah. So, because, you know, Texas is a very driving culture in the way that, yeah. you know, the Midwest and North aren't really. Yeah. But and public transportation is like bullshit only in big cities yeah <laughs> no yeah it, it it's only in big cities and the big cities it's in um for take for example dallas houston and austin it's bullshit it is awful but that's besides yeah. the point so i see this photo of kevin spacey photoshopped like hispanic and i don't realize that it's kevin spacey because i'm not drunk so i tell him to come pick me up and that i'll fuck that i'll let him fuck me so this guy comes and picks me up driving to my driveway and everything and so i come and i get in his car or his truck, because he had a truck, and I was like, the, in my head, you don't look like the photo. Again, because I didn't register that the photo was straight up Kevin Spacey. Yeah. But he drives me into the village. Do you know the village, Esther? Yeah. yeah, so he drives me into the village, and he drives me to a house I have been to before. Oh, and I said, "Did you realize this when oh, you were drunk?" Shit, yes, I was drunk Ooh. as hell, and I said, "Oh shit, I have been at this house before," and I knew why, but I assumed they had probably sold it, and this was a new owner. Yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> so I'm in his house. I, as I always do, said, do you have anything to drink? And I was drinking vodka sodas or whatever it was from him. It was vodka something from him. And I see on his TV, you're going to know this name. Do you know the name? I don't think so. Look around Georgetown. Next time you go downtown, next time you go anywhere, he owns all of the real estate in Georgetown. But he, you know, he he sells a lot of the property that people are buying because you know how a bunch of people move into Georgetown. He sells a lot of that property. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, is his son. I was friends with in middle school, and I had stayed the night in this house, this very same house. So I said, so once I was in there, and I was like, this house is really familiar. I'm thinking in my head, but I'm like, oh well, all the houses in the village are the same because it's the fucking village. But then I saw on the TV, it said. Oh shit. This Ooh. is my middle school friend's dad. Did That's I stop? Fuck no. So he came out, he had drinks. I and I was expecting him to fuck me. I fucked him. I spanked him over my knee. I told him he had to call me daddy, and he did. I spanked him till I and again, I don't mean this in like a whatever way. It was all consensual, but I literally spanked him till he cried and he was begging me to stop. And so I started fucking him. And oh he was like, God. Daddy, this feels so good, Daddy. This feels so good, Daddy. And I didn't mention anything until immediately after I came in him. Again, keep in mind, I came inside of him. No condom. Came inside of him. And I said, hey, are you? He said, uh, yeah, why do you know who that is? He said, I've met you before. We were friends in middle school. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that's my catfish story. Must- <laughs> and then he drove me home. Oh, my gosh. Did he not say, like, oh, don't tell anyone? He said, don't tell anyone. And I have told everyone since then he can go suck a dick. But Oh, my gosh. I, like, am looking at his um, Google, and I recognize the font of, like, his little, like, cell. It's crazy. Did he not recognize you at all? No, well, because when the last time he had ever seen me, I was like probably 11 or 12. And then when I fucked him, I was 19 with the beard. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've rocked a beard since 18. So, like, I, that a beard alone will make someone look completely different. 
So I'm not shocked at all he didn't remember me. But by God, did I remember him. And the thing that was funny after that one, call me a fag and make fun of me or whatever. Not in a, like, super horrible way. It was kind of benign. Like, he wasn't a bully. He just, like, was someone who I decided not to be friends with anymore because it wasn't fun anymore. So I was like, you want to call me a fag? Guess what, bitch? I spanked and fucked your dad. That's insane. And they don't know. He has no idea. I'd love to tell him, but I won't because I'm not that messy. Oh, yeah. Um, And anyone in the podcast, y'all better be... But... Anyone in the podcast, unless you're... uh, What's up? Everyone else, zip it. (laughs) Yeah, everyone else. mm -hmm. That's Not that I'll face any consequences. Yeah, I mean, it happened. What can I do? But that's insane. And you're, like, drunk the whole time. I was Um, literally blackout drunk the whole time, and he kept giving me more alcohol. And I, I told him, I was like, I'm 19. And he was like, want some more alcohol? So, yeah, he's not a saint. There is oh, no, yeah. no redemption for him from this. We both did something we knew not to do, and we both did it. So, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Um, bleep. Um, so, now into the grinder more stories. Mm-hmm. Um, what, do you have any of your favorites? Like, personal favorites? Oh, favorites. A personal favorite of mine, not from experience, but just through storytelling, would probably be my meth experience the other week. Uh, this is going to be a shorter one, so we can skip after this. I'll, I'll use this time to think of a better one because I've had many. But um, I basically went to this guy's house. He was hot. His grinder name was Big Hands, and he was in his 30s. He was this hot, thick, hairy dad. I... I will preface with, I swear I don't have daddy issues. Me and my dad are very close. We always have been. I just also cannot resist myself for men his age. So just take that how you will. But um, this man, it was so fine, so gorgeous. So he invites me over, right? Mm-hmm. So I come over and we're cuddling. We're making out, but he's not really paying much attention to me. Usually when I go over to older men's houses, they, you know, They'll have a charcuterie board, or they'll have wine, or they'll have booze, or they'll cuddle me, or they'll, you know, have a show going. I just walk in, and it's kind of a trap house. And this guy, we're making out, and he pulls out a meth pipe. But it didn't really look like, it didn't look like a crack pipe as I'm used to. It wasn't like a, like a clear pipe with a ball. It was like a, it looked more like a one-hitter for weed. Mm-hmm. But he was like... I'm going to smoke meth. Is that okay? And I was like, uh, because I was already there. So I was like, uh, yeah, okay, I guess. So I was letting him do that. So I started sucking his dick while he smoked meth, which saying that out loud now, I should probably reevaluate <laughs> my standards. But I was sucking his dick while he smoked meth. And then he said, let me kiss you. Open your mouth. So I opened my mouth to let him kiss me. And he blew his entire hit of meth into my <gasps> So now I'm on meth. So then I said, let me hit that fucking pipe, which I would have never done if he hadn't blown it into my face. But he did. So then I, I will admit, I, I don't put the initial hit is his responsibility. I put that on him. I wouldn't have chosen to do that. He shouldn't yeah. have done that. He's a piece of shit. But once he did it, I was like, give me that fucking pipe. So we spent the night together. I was sucking his dick and smoking meth. And then he kicked me out. But before he kicked me out, do you want to know what he said? 
What? He said that wasn't just math. That was math and GHB. GHB, <gasps> in case you didn't know, was a date rape drug. So I was like, what do you mean there was GHB you didn't think to tell me before? And he said, can you just leave, please? Also keep in mind, we're in Chicago, and it's four in the fucking morning. So I had to walk home at four in the morning on meth and GHB and weed and alcohol because this fucker decided to get me fucked up on drugs and kick me out and not tell me what was in it. Like, it was bullshit. I was super pissed. And I came home and I could not sleep for hours because, again, meth. Yeah. Um, And it was just, it was like, I, 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 I don't, I don't claim to be any sort of drug connoisseur, but there are clean highs and dirty highs. This was a very dirty fucking high. Like it was so bad. That's not my favorite hookup. That's my favorite story. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That sounds, oh my gosh. That sounds yeah, that awful. Shit sucked. Like, well, that's the thing too, is when I lived in, um, I lived for any listeners who know Chicago, I lived in Irving park, right in between boys town and uptown. And, uh, for uh, last summer and there was always a gay crackhead present always and I was like I wonder who the gay crackhead in Pilsen is and after that meth incident and I think it might be me oh. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was yelling at the homeless people on my way home I said I love you so much you are so strong and powerful keep doing you girl like I literally like I remember yelling at them and then in my head I was because I was on meth and GHB in my head, I'm thinking, I am empowering these homeless people. But looking back, I'm like, oh my god, did I just patronize the fuck out of all the homeless people on my block? They're like, what the fuck, bro? They're like, who is this stupid bitch who just moved here? Literally. It's like, is he new? (laughs) I can't. I literally have no words. It was ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. It doesn't matter to guys. I can't. And that was like what? What did you say? Three weeks ago? Yeah, three weeks ago. Oh well, well, two and a half, almost three. It'll be three weeks this weekend. Oh my gosh! I'm glad you survived. No, yeah, same. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, only a barb could do that. At least I can check meth off the bucket off list. The list. Oh my gosh. Um. So you've like how? So Grinder basically, if anyone, I mean, I'm sure people don't know how it works unless you're, you know, you use it. But basically, how Grinder works, it tells you like how close people are to you, right? Yes. Like the but but my- oh, well, I've got a story about this too. But they, it tells you how close they are, but only if they have that setting on. <laughs> so some people have it set so that you can't see how close they are. Mm-hmm. But it's not entirely popular. But that's how I fucked um, two people on my block. <laughs> you had it on. I remember when we were at Olive Garden, you had it on. Or the people around us had it on. And it was like 25 feet, 20 feet. Mm-hmm. That one guy in Olive Garden that was bald. And you like, oh, we got Olivia Garden. I literally yeah, Olivia said, Garden. I didn't even say, that wasn't even a typo or mistake. I said, hey, did I see you at Olivia Garden? Because I thought it was so funny. And he was like, yeah, you did. And I was like, did you not get the joke, you fat ass? I'm not fucking you. I just wanted to say Olivia Garden. Uh-huh. Gen X like, are really weird. Like, especially weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've tried the online dating scene in Texas. or oh, It's ratchet in Texas. It's, it's... Come to Chicago, Estee. It's still ratchet, but it's not the same kind of ratchet. 
No, I definitely don't want to be here forever. No, yeah. I tried the online dating for like a month and I was over it. I was like, this is just, it's exhausting. So I've been a lot of people's first times. I don't really mind it. Um, I'd, I've never been the type. I know some people, I, I've just heard from people, mostly straight men, by the way, if you're listening, straight men are garbage, that they prefer virgins because it means they can do whatever they, they want and there's no expectation. I don't mind a virgin and in a degree also kind of prefer a virgin, but not because I can do whatever I want, but because I feel like the whole dynamic is so much more careful. Yeah. As opposed to normal sex, when you know meet up with someone on a hookup, you both have completely different experiences and what you like and don't like, but you also both know your experience, so you kind of go at it and you have to talk through it, as opposed to when I'm with a virgin, which I've been with a couple, it's just like, I know what I like, but that's not what this is about. It's just making sure that they're comfortable, but I still get a lot of pleasure out of it because it's their first time, so they want to make it like work, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in a weird way at all. I just mean that in an honest way. Like, it's just like, I, I really, really, really don't mind virgins. I know people are really turned off to them, but like, as much as I love ball slapping, nasty sex where I'm spat on and slapped, which is great. And I do need that regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, being with a virgin, you know, it's, 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 it's a far more like Puritan form of sex where it's kind of just like, crossing the bases and being easy and making sure they're comfortable and i don't know i kind of enjoy that process i don't yeah. know what got me off on that tangent sorry if i straight yeah, away from the subject i'm a little yeah, drunk you're just helping them out you're just being helpful for them try not make, scare them away that's a pisces thing mm-hmm. I guess. being empathetic I think a well that's the thing too is like my biggest fear and that's why I'm so specific with virgins is I understand firsthand how bad a first sexual experience can fuck up like sex forever. Yeah. And so when someone tells me they're a virgin, I'm not like, oh, come to me. But if they choose, I, mean, I don't, I don't like seek out virgins, but if I find out someone is a virgin and they want to sleep with me, I do everything I can to make sure it is as comfortable for them as possible because I didn't really get that, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that can kind of fuck up sexual trajectory for people. Yeah. And, and you're not built that, for you know, it. I, I, didn't, I didn't have boundaries that I should have had because of experiences. But, mm-hmm. um, and that's not so sucker. We won't get into that. But <laughs> I just, I, I like, I like sleeping with virgins, not in a weird way, in a way in that it's like I trust that I will respect them and I want to make sure that they leave knowing that that's how people should treat them yeah you're setting the boundaries for them you're protecting them yeah it's like it's like we can do anything you want to try but the second you feel weird say so and i like just make it a big huge deal so they'll do so and sometimes they don't sometimes they do it's only been you know i say sometimes it's i've probably you know taken probably six people's virginity but it that's a lot i I guess probably he's known in the virgin community (laughs) i'm not in the virgin community but it's just i like it's not that it's it's almost in a in a weird non-egotistical way i just trust myself more to make them comfortable than them out in the world Mm-hmm. because i did the whole out in the world thing and like technically i don't really tell them my first time technically my virginity was taken before that but like i don't know it just makes me feel like 
I don't know, it, it just makes me feel some sort of, not duty, because that makes me feel weird, sex is just sex, but like when I, well, like I don't seek out virgins, but when someone I'm speaking to and I'm going to hook up with, they usually don't say they're a virgin until you're about to meet up, and then I'll like take on a completely different persona versus what I would have had I not known, if that makes sense. <laughs> you go from hard to soft. Hard to soft so fast. <laughs> but you took, I mean, you mostly like older guys. I know no, yeah, so I this is, that's why I say six. It's, you said that's a lot, not for me. I really don't deal with this a lot. I mostly see older men. I mostly get fucked by older men. I'll be like, make me bleed. Oh my God, Danny. Uh. But like, I... I just, I love an older man. It makes me feel protected and safe. And there's something hot about being used. And even though they're nice enough to be like, I'm not going to use you or hurt you. I kind of want them to. So I'll tell them that what they're doing doesn't hurt, even though it does, because there's something so hot to me about being treated as a receptacle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, that I'm going through that right now with my man who's at my man Cedric. He sent me home some toys because he refused to fuck me when it wouldn't open up enough. And they said, tear me, make me bleed, which I've done before. It hurts, but it's not so bad. Like, it's fine. But he was like, I'm not going to make you bleed. And I said, fuck. So I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I'll do what I can. And then he sent me home with four toys. I can successfully fuck myself with all of them now, which means I can take his dick without bleeding. Hopefully, he just needs to hit me up and say, hey, come oh take gosh. this dick. Well, he that's gave you a toy, like a little with. gift box, like a little gift he bag. He picks me up, he drops me off, he buys me dinner and buys me alcohol every single time we meet up. He's like a proper 57-year-old man. Wow. What do y'all talk about at dinner? Just casual conversation. We talk about stuff. We talk about our families. We, I'll talk about art. We talk about dick. Like, he is surprisingly young for his age. Let me find out you're simping. <laughs> uh, no, a girl, I will tell you myself, I have been simping. I've been simping for the past couple weeks over Cedric. My roommates call him Sedgy, and then I never said it to his face, but I call him Sedgy in my head because Sedgy is so cute. Oh my god. <laughs> Meanwhile, this man's like clocking in. It's veggie. <laughs> oh but yeah, you typically look for older men. And I feel like no, yeah. I, I my prefer, other gay friends, they typically also go for like three like, years. I don't have daddy issues. I love my dad. We're very close. But growing up, he's always worked in medicine. So when he was doing his re- residencies and working with the military, Again, I say this, I love my dad, we have no issues, but he did spend a lot of time away. Yeah. So I feel like that probably plays into me needing a male figure that's kind of paternal in a way, but also sexual. It's not, on my daddy issue, I don't have daddy issues in the sense that, like, I think about my dad and sex. I know some, like, people kind of take it that far. My dad was always there. He's super wonderful. He just would spend a lot of time deployed because he was, like, with the Marines and the Navy. So, like, I really do seek out kind of a paternal connection in tandem with um, sexual connection. And I think that kind of plays out for a lot of gay people as well, especially gay men who've been rejected by their fathers to kind of seek out older men to kind of fill that void. Definitely. I, I do see that a lot. It's kind of like a pattern. It is a pattern. Gay men will always love older men. 
And that's another thing too is like even if you don't have daddy issues in the slightest, that's the thing of being gay, and you see it with lesbian women as well. Is there something about when you like the same gender, someone being older and more experienced than you, paying attention to you? Yeah. And when you are straight, that doesn't. It still can. There isn't as much crossover with that because you're different genders, so it's different societal upbringings. But when you're gay, it's like you automatically have the exact same societal upbringing as everyone else in that wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. So it kind of it it, it it creates this kind of um, dynamic where you're kind of seeking something from someone that you know a gay man. What a gay man seeks from what a gay boy seeks from a gay man a straight boy does not seek from a woman if that makes sense and vice versa yeah typically straight people just seek like a little bit older straight two people or three are years. boring yeah <laughs> i mean i can't even look at straight couples like when i'm in a relationship i can't even stand myself i'm like hold on maybe we do be looking we they're all cringy um yet to meet a couple that's not cringy or just looks weird but yeah, straight people. Straight people are whack. Who would be the oldest guy? Oldest age? Oh. <laughs> Isn't that how you say 80? 67. <gasps> oh my wizard, god. Wizard, long, white, scraggly wizard peeps and all. And do you want to know why? Why? He sent me home with a bottle of alcohol and poppers every time. Oh, every time. Every time. 67? 67. That's like... He was born the same year as both of my grandmothers. And do you want us to blow your mind? So I'm Jackson. Do you want to know what his name is? What? Jack. Oh. Guess when I last saw him. Let me find out yesterday. Five days ago. Oh. Oh my god, Mr. Jack. Jack have, in the house, 67 years old. I ran out of elk, so he sent me him with the bottle of um fuck it wasn't it wasn't vodka. It was oh he sent me home with a bottle of gin and a full thing of poppers that I finished <gasps> yesterday. And it was really, really incredible. It is what a nice it, guy. It, it is, it, it, I don't mean to be vain or shallow, but it is and it, I say it's so easy to win my affections, but in saying that, I realized he didn't actually win my affections. He was a means to an end. But that being said, I'm a whore. If there are any hot men listening to this, it is very easy to win my affections. Come to Chicago. I'm going to let you speak now because this is your pod, obviously. <laughs> no, it's okay. That's so sweet of him. Kind of like a grandma sending their grandchildren away with cookies. Grandpa. Or... Grandpa. 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 Some, some candy or something. He gave you poppers. Their XEX, Miss Charlie would be proud. I love Charlie. I was listening to her in the shower this morning. Oh, she sets the vibe. True Romance she will always is... be her best album. She was sponsored by Grindr. Uh, I am not shocked in the slightest. No, yeah. She is definitely... That gay guy who was like, can you take a picture with my grandma's ashes? I'm like, this poor girl. This poor girl. Oh my gosh. Oh, I saw that. I was like... Why would you put her in Wait, that situation? I stay. I stay. Yes. Do you know the album True Romance by Charlie XCX? Yes, of course. Her first album. Okay, I'm just making sure. I figured you did, so that's the that's the answer I expected. I just wanted it's to It's one of her know. best albums. It is one of no bitch. It is her best album. I 
I mean, I really... I mean, it depends. I really did like Sucker a lot. Okay, but, okay, I mean, okay, okay. That I is think a very, Roman... very fair... That is a very fair one to like. I respect that decision. They're very close. They're like literally probably like two points. Sucker's my second favorite. Romance like, is like above, but like... You, you can be honest with whatever. I just love to pursue Romance as my favorite, but Sucker is a solid choice if that's your favorite. Like that that's a yeah. solid one. I just love Body of My Own. Just it's not Pop 2. Pop 2 is good, but not Pop 2, please. Pop 2, I can listen to it, but I it's not an album I could like listen mm-hmm. for five straight hours. Yeah. And Sucker, I can listen to it for five straight hours and not get bored. The same as True Romance. Um, oh, yeah. Number one, Angel 2. Number one, Angel. Fuck. Mm. Oh, my God. Lip Gloss. Oh, my God. All this of one those. Was Dreamer. Epic. Dreamer. Cupcake Live at Pitchfork with What's-His-Face. We went and we got to see. We were watch- We were at a Charlie concert and she played all these songs. Obviously, none of them were from True Romance because what's new? And then she played, is Lip Gloss the one that Cupcake's featured on? Yeah. Cupcake came out onto the stage. She said, I know Chicago, you love someone who's from here. And we're like, oh my god, who is it? Oh my god, Cupcake! And then Cupcake came the fuck out. And she started singing with her titties out and rapping and shaking and just doing it all. And I was like, because you think I missed Cupcake twice in a row to go to Portfolio Day to get into art school. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm so pissed I missed her. And it made everything worth it to see her at Union. I think it's called Union Park. It's whatever park's on the West Side. I don't know. It's so nice. I can't. I love Charlie. Did you like her last album, though? Charlie, her uh, subtitle album? Was it the one that starts with Charlie Reloaded or whatever? Yeah, Next Level Charlie. Nice little Charlie, where she's like naked. I liked it because a former friend of mine played it a lot, mm-hmm. so I associated it with that person. And that was yeah. And after we stopped speaking, I could still listen to it and be taken back to that time, but I couldn't associate. I couldn't disassociate the album from the person that I have no respect for now. So. It kind of, not to be dramatic, but it kind of became something that was nostalgic to something that was just kind of a weird, it was still nostalgic, but kind of, it just left a sour taste, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So when, no. when I listen to Charlie, I'm listening, you know, to, you know, Number One Angel, True Romance, you know, I'm not listening to whatever that album was, where she was naked with, uh, you know, metallic shit. Oh, yeah. Um, speaking of music... I think the last question I have for you, is there like a routine you do before you go to your grinder appointments or oh, anything? Totally. Um, okay, so I'm going to put the mic right up to my mouth. Am I louder now? Yeah. <laughs> if you are listening to this, this is the routine before you go on a hookup. Take a fucking shower. Oh. Okay, I'm done. That's it. Just take a shower. That's all you need to do. I love to shower. Showering's fun. I'll put songs on. I'll pretend I'm giving a concert. But the amount of times I've shown up at a hookup and they smell like they haven't showered. Stop. That's disgusting. The actual fuck. I'm not going to suck your dick if it smells like my dirty sock. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want some surprise cheese in your foreskin. Like, I don't, I don't want it. That is, that is my routine. My routine is a shower and that is the only brush your teeth 
I brush my teeth, I deodorize, I shower, I clean. That is the only routine required. And you would be shocked, literally appalled, gagging in your mouth, how many men on Grindr do not do that. Uh, I think men in general don't do that. <laughs> Some. I know, I just, I think I have unrealistic expectations for gay men, but gay men are still men and they're all garbage, so. Yeah, no, men are just disgusting. I feel like in every I don't even want to be I mean, a man. I feel like a girl. I'm a girl. Yeah. Like, I, I don't mean that in a gender way. I'm a guy, but like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a man. What? Men, men hate me. I'm not a man. She's a girl. I'm a girl. I'm a girl. <laughs> She's a barb. Um, I'm a, okay, I'm a barb. Thank you. That's what it is. I'm a barb. There you go. You're a barb. We're all barbs here. We're barbs. Um, it is the bare minimum. <laughs> wash your legs. Men don't. Straight men don't wash, wash their legs. They don't wash their legs with their feet. And I'm like, when do you think they get cleaned? Does they clean? Yeah. Do they never clean your feet in your sleep? No. If you don't wash your legs, arms, hands, feet, ass crack, everything in the shower, it's not getting washed anywhere else. And that's why. I despise straight men and I judge them so hard as hot as they are. I wish straight men were not so fucking sexy, but oh my God, them bitches smell. Yeah. They straight up smell. Like they literally smell and not even in a hot musky way. They just smell. Appointment. Please shower. (laughs) Your shower. Where'd you order it? And get in your ass. Get in yeah. your ass. All get that five-in-one shampoo your in your ass. It's do something. Do, clean. Do everything. Deodorize. Clean your ears. Alone, wash your hair. Clean your ears. And then we're Put all the toenails. I had an incident where I sucked on a guy's ears and tasted earwax on stop. the outer, not in the inner, like on the outer part of like his actual <gasps> ear, like Ooh. the cartilage outside. And I was literally just like, oh my god. I didn't make a big deal out of it because I didn't want to like embarrass him because I'm a people pleaser. But at the same time, in my mind, I'm like, who the fuck doesn't clean themselves before sex? That's like, a, that's like, yeah. that's the pre You do not have sex without cleaning yourself. Like That is what you do to do that. Like more importantly, before. Yeah. Because you want your part. Because this is the thing too. If your partner doesn't enjoy what you're doing, neither will you. You have to make sure you're as clean, prim, and proper. And if you're as clean, prim, and proper, baby wipes pussy as you can be and they don't like it, whatever. But if you're gross and they don't like it, guess what? That's your fault. You have to live with being a gross fuck. Which, by the way, I would kill myself before I would let someone remember me as a gross fuck. So... I also have OCD, so who knows what it is. But I have never in my life, never in my life, gone out in a state other than the absolute best. Oh, what a queen. We love that. As you should. It's the bare minimum. Well, that's what I expect of others. Like, I can't expect something of others if I don't do it myself. That's what I do. I do my laundry, and I shower, and I go out looking my best. Like, if I can do it, so can they. Like, I'm a drug addict student, barely making it through. If I can do it, what is this 30-year-old fucking excuse? They don't have one. No, oh, yeah, you know it takes I mean? even five minutes to just shower. Like, well, I t- Exactly, I take five-minute showers. It's so, it's so, anyway. Showering, if you're going to go to any online showering, website. Showering, please fucking shower. Um, specifically men. 
but um yeah, yeah, yeah thank girls you. are by default clean okay i'll let you yeah, by <laughs> um but thank you for coming to my podcast and sharing thank your you story have me, have me again i love to talk no, shit literally. On all sorts of we can talk about politics next anything oh, that bit. gets you fired up 